0: Podcasters, hear me. It is true what many of you have heard. You need to have your entire podcast library hosted. And as I speak, the solution is here. I stand here before you, truthfully, unafraid, because the Podcaster Matrix is here. Let us shake these microphones, guests, and legacies. Plug into the real-world podcast hosting solution now at podcastermatrix.com.
1: Welcome to Small Business Saturdays, the Small Business Saturdays podcast with your host and my husband and my dad Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business.
2: Welcome in this morning. Happy Small Business Saturday. Uh, this is Kyleen. My name's Aaron. Uh, you can find us over at oursuccessgroup.com and uh How's everything going this morning, Kylie? It's going
1: good. I woke up early,
2: so you woke up early. I woke up late, so yes. I, I slept <laughs> in. We we did a little family movie night last night and uh, found a couple of good movies. So, uh, what what did we watch last night? What was the? I can't remember the first um, one. Oh, uh-oh. the Beatles one. Oh the... uh, yeah,
1: what what
2: was it? It's called Yesterday. Yesterday. It, the, yeah. the the the. It didn't. Uh, it didn't do very well in the box office. But it, it was a pretty cute yeah, movie. I a liked guy it. Guy got hit by a bus, and then when he woke up, nobody remembered who the Beatles were, and he became a rock star because of it. So that was uh, it <laughs> good. Was yeah. It was definitely very cute. So, uh, good morning. morning, and Todd, thanks for checking in, and good morning, everyone, Vanessa uh, and Jerry. Morning, thank you for joining us. Todd, we did not watch Tiger King last night. We did, uh, <laughs> the second movie was,
1: yep. uh, Penguin
2: one. Oh yeah. Mr. Popper's penguins, 2011 Jim Carrey movie that I had never heard of before. So apparently yeah. it didn't do very well, but, uh, it was cute. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. All right, great. Well guys, we're going to, we're going to dive right in here today. We've, uh, fortunate enough to uh, get a wonderful gentleman to join us here today. He's been on this program before. He's been on Two Regular Guys with me before, and, and actually, Kylene guest hosted that one. So, Kylie likes to be around when meals here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we want to dive right in. We're, we're talking about the CARES Act. We, we've got an actual CPA here, not uh, like my dad, who was a former CPA. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Todd, you can drink this morning. And <laughs> um, so, we are excited to talk to him. He's been all over the top of this and and is going to answer as much as he can because this is an evolving situation. Uh, He was actually telling us earlier this week when we talked to him that uh, there are days where this thing's changing two or three times a day, uh, what's going on. So he is uh, going to give us the knowledge that he has, and we really appreciate that. So let's, Mm -hmm. let's go ahead and bring him in. Emil, welcome in. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Good morning. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me
2: yeah great so start us off real quick just give us just a i know you've been on here before but the folks that maybe missed those first couple of times we were together a real brief rundown of of uh, who you are and and what your company is
0: sure sure emil abadian here i'm a cpa so i'm a managing partner at the cpa firm a local cpa firm here in glendale california but also the founder of anchor bookkeeping where we specialize uh on bookkeeping services for small businesses. That That's the nutshell of what we do. Uh, lately, these few weeks, I've been focusing more on the CPA part with all these new changes, tax law changes, to try to help all our clients, both the CPA firm and the bookkeeping firm uh, to help them move forward basically with during these uncertain times.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: Kylie, you want to start us off, then let's get into some questions here.
1: Yeah, so can you help us understand um, the individual stimulus um, situation, and then, and are there any, are these rebates, extra money, or how is that all gonna? Work yeah,
0: yeah. So, so the stimulus, uh, stimulus package, so stimulus, stimulus payments that you're referring to is part of the 2.2 trillion dollar stimulus package that President Trump signed, the uh, end of March, I think March 27th. Uh, it's a big, it's a big package uh, overall. Uh, Stimulus payments is part of that package where technically uh, taxpayers, individual taxpayers making less than $75,000 would get $1,200 paid out to them, whether in form of check or direct deposit. We'll dig into how you can get those funds. But as your income increases, the $1,200 might get phased out. So as a single taxpayer from $75,000, you make up to $75,000, you get an entire $1,200. But after $75,000 up to $98,000, your $1,200 would be phased out with $5 for every $100 that your income exceeds the $75,000. So if you make $75,100, you basically get $1,195 rather than $1,200 check. Okay. Uh, so that's for single taxpayers, married taxpayers, uh, for two people, you get and the threshold is the double, $150,000 to up to $299, roughly. So a lot of taxpayers will get this money. There are some limits for head of household taxpayers as well, which is a little bit higher than the individual taxpayers. Threshold starts from $112,000 and goes up with the same 5% limitations on anything exceeding that amount. Uh, So a lot of taxpayers will get this. When they will start getting it, I think probably by next week, the IRS will start uh, processing the payments to taxpayers. And if you have mm-hmm. your bank account on account with the IRS, if you file a previous year's tax return uh, with your bank account on your tax return, you will get a direct deposit to that specific account. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't have the account with them, if you for some reason want to have a check refund, uh, refunded to you or you never had a refund from the IRS, uh, the IRS is working on putting up a site on irs.gov. It's not up there last night. They're working on it. They're, it's still under construction, but I think by next week they should put that up, where if the IRS does not have your uh, banking information, you can put it in there so that you can get the refund faster. Because if you don't get it direct deposited, it will take probably six to ten weeks longer uh, mm-hmm. to get the check. So you want to make sure you – Check up uh, irs.gov to see when that's open for you to put mm-hmm. in your banking information. It's supposed to be a secure way to put in your banking information. I don't know how that's going to work, but uh, uh, let's let's keep an eye on it.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: and one thing that I want to mention about this stimulus package that we have to remember that this is an advanced for 2020 years uh, tax return. So it's a really a 2020 years tax credit, not 2019 tax credit, where the IRS is advancing taxpayers based on 2018 or 19 years tax return, whichever was filed. So if you haven't filed your 19 tax return yet, the IRS will go based on 18 years number. Uh, if you file 19, they will go based on 19 years numbers. I don't exactly know the threshold. If you file the 19, like in the last few days, I don't know if they will have time to process that. 19 years tax returns. I'm assuming they will still go based on 18 years return, but if you filed your 19 for a month ago or so, then they will most probably go based on your 19 years numbers.
1: Okay. Okay. And
0: and one more thing here about the stimulus package is remember, since it's a 2020 tax credit and they go based on 18 or 19 years numbers, you might be able to get a bigger bigger refund or uh, credit in 2020 when you file in 2021 Let's say if your income is above the seventy-five thousand that we just talked about yeah. during eighteen or nineteen, so your credit will be either reduced or you won't get any credit at all if you're above the total threshold. Yeah. But when you file your 20, 20 years return, your income falls below the threshold, you will get the credit at that time with your tax return. Okay. And then if it's the opposite, if your two thousand eighteen and nineteen, again whichever was filed was a good uh, lower year, which qualify you for the credit, you will get the credit. And then if you're 20, 20 years tax return, I don't know how people are going to make more money in 2020 than 19 with all this craziness happening, but let's say that we'll do that. (laughs) If your 2020 is above the threshold, you don't need to pay that credit back. That's the benefit. So you want to do some planning? I know I told you different different thing uh, during this week, Aaron. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, that, I'm sorry. Sure.
2: No, that's um, fine.
0: So I followed up on that, and uh, IRS clarified that portion. So if you get the credit based on eighteen and nineteen years taxes, that's yours. You don't have to pay it back when you file your twenty twenty years tax return.
1: Hi, I'm Kylene, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast.
2: Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business.
0: So you want to do some planning now when you're working your 2019 years return to make sure you plan accordingly. So you, if there's any way for you to get the credit with 2018 and 19 years return, try to get it as, as soon as possible. You can, you get to keep.
2: Okay. Yeah, That that's... Uh... When you when you sent over that email with that that clarification, it's like, oh yeah, we need to take <laughs> take a look at this. So yeah, that that's on the list for today. So
0: <laughs> perfect. Um, and this is a non-taxable uh, refund, so you don't have to pay tax on it when you file. Even when the money you get right now, you don't you don't have to pay tax on it in your twenty twenty years tax return. So it's a tax free basically money coming to you.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so okay. Uh, yeah, Jerry, Jerry said had no idea it was a credit from our return. Not sure that was really clear in the uh, president's speeches. So uh, appreciate you clearing that up for us. I mean, yeah, perfect. Yeah. And and as you guys, the the listeners there, uh, have questions, certainly uh, pop those in there, and we'll try to get to as many of those as we can. As I mentioned in the opening, Emil, this is this is changing pretty much non-stop right i mean you've probably given up sleeping just to try to keep up with this
0: huh? oh yeah especially the, some of the programs we'll discuss down the line here it's it was changing like every hour it was a total disaster here for a couple of weeks ago but That's it's settling in now it's it's getting under control slowly but still things are changing uh with the deadlines for example when we talked a couple of days ago the deadline yeah. for the second quarter was still june 15 Yeah. Just like two days ago, right after that call, uh, the IRS came out with uh, guidelines that even the second quarter, which we'll talk about, has been extended to July 15. So basically, let's dig dig into that. So, tax deadlines basically have been postponed from uh, April 15 to July 15, both filing deadline and as well as a payment deadline. So, you don't have to file or pay your 2019 year taxes uh, until July 15. Gotcha. And, And if you still need time to file after July 15, as it is right now, unless something changes, unless they come up with new extensions, you'll get to file a new extension by July 15 and file by October 15 for your individual tax return. But keep in mind, as it is right now, you only get the extension to October 15 to file your tax return, not to pay your taxes. You still have to pay your taxes if you owe something by July 15 in order to not get penalized for underpayment of taxes. Yeah, So that's important to remember. But as it is right now until July 15, there's no payments that has to go out, no tax returns that has to be filed
2: uh, for individuals. Okay. okay. Uh, All right. Perfect. So i got a quick question here from from listeners, just a clarification here. So if I'm understanding this, if my 2018 return was below 77, 75K, but my 2020 filing is above uh, 75K, 77K is what you said, but um, it's 75K, right? It's off. 70,
0: 70 75,000, exactly. 75,
2: 000. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so, sorry, let me go back then. Uh, so if my 2018 return was below 75,000, but my 2020 filing is above 75,000, I won't have to pay that 12,000 back or get taxed on it?
0: 1,200 back, exactly, yeah. Or 1,200 Yeah, yeah. Once, you, once you get the credit based on your 18 or 19 years number, it's yours. You don't have to pay it back, even though if your income exceeds the threshold, in 2020 and keep in mind the $1200 the 75000 i mentioned is the beginning of the threshold so it phases out from 75000 to 99000 $98000 so just because you have 80000 income doesn't mean that you don't get any at all uh, 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 any of the uh, credit it just reduces gradually until your income hits 98000 as a single taxpayer if once it hits 98000 as a single taxpayer you won't get anything at all
2: Excellent. But to answer
0: correct, yes. If once you get the credit, it's yours. You don't have to get the pay paid back, and you don't pay tax on it. Correct.
2: Okay. Cool. Perfect. Great. Well, that that's okay. a great clarification. Um, real quick, uh, yeah, Kathy, this thing must be changing pretty regularly. We'll we'll go check this out after after we get done here. But Kathy says he just looked at the website and the link updated them with your information. Uh, is this the new link he was referring to? Maybe they just put it up. Um, yeah, so, I, I looked.
0: I looked at this last night. The link that was up and running is if you if you're non filers if you haven't filed a tax return previously you can get to put in your information right now that's open but if you're if you previously have filed a tax return as of last night i haven't looked this morning i'm sorry I, that might have been updated but if you you fi, if you have filed tax returns they will come up with another link where on the same page where
2: this lady was. Uh, yeah, this lady. Yeah, yeah, they have that there. Recording yeah, fact, to, the link does say non-filer enter payment info yeah, here. So, yeah. yeah, like I said, this is for people that have not uh, previously filed a tax return. So that that's probably not what we're exactly. looking for yet.
0: But um, on the same page, basically same link with it. On the same page, they will come up with another link where uh, even filers can put in their banking information. Okay, great. So keep great. an eye on Keep an eye on it. Yeah. That.
2: And, um, and then real quick, another question here, Emil, thanks for answering all these for us. Are these numbers adjusted gross income?
0: Correct, correct. Sorry. Thank you for clarifying that. Adjusted gross income. Exactly. Okay.
2: All right. Great. All right. Well, let's let's dive in. Katelyn, you've got the next question here for us. Let's dive into these uh, small business programs, if, if that's Couple okay. Let's have, yeah, let's, go ahead. Let's
0: real quick about the extensions also. Your first oh. and second quarter extensions for two, 2020 has been extended as well so first quarter originally due april 15 second originally uh, quarter originally due june 15 both have now been postponed to july 15. so mm-hmm. your 2020 extension payments are not due until july 15 but keep in mind july 15 you have to pay your first second quarter estimate tax for 2020 including if you owe anything for 19. so it's gonna be a lot of money going out by july 15 so be careful with that yeah, and,
2: that's, I'm that's going. <laughs> that's a that's a big chunk, man, if uh, if yeah. you're paying estimated taxes, that could
0: be It's yeah. going to be rough by July 15. I hope they want they will come up with some extensions. My hope is that they will not require any estimated taxes this year uh for 2020. That's just a uh, wishful thinking. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about that, but I hope so.
2: Yeah. We'll, that would we'll, help a we'll lot. Keep up. that wishful thinking going and uh, <laughs> And then
0: last thing about extensions, your IRA contribution and HSA contributions, if you do that, have been postponed to July 15 as well. So
2: that from
0: April 15. Keep that in mind.
2: That's great information. Okay, cool. Anything else there, Emil?
0: Nothing about the deadlines. Quick thing about the, if you need money to take out from your IRA or 401k, uh, it's very good. The IRS came out with good guidelines here where you could put up, distribute up to $100,000 without paying any uh, penalty. Because originally, mm-hmm. if you take early withdrawal with, before you're 59 and a half, you will pay 10% penalty uh, for early distribution.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that's a way, if you do the distribution in 2020, you won't get penalized and you can pay the taxes over three years, anytime during the three-year period. Or you could decide to put the money back on year three and and treat it as if it's a rollover. So basically, Ooh. if treated correctly, if you put the money back within three years, uh, you don't need to pay penalty and no taxes on it also. Wow.
1: Okay. That's but nice. if you
0: if you don't, if you keep decide to keep it, then you just have to pay the tax over three years. Just keep it. That's that's a good one. But you need to have been affected by the coronavirus. Where, where whether you've been uh, diagnosed positive or lost your job or uh reduced hours, somehow the, the situation must have affected your Situation to be able to take advantage of that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know anyone who has not been affected by the situation. So I'm, I'm assuming that a lot of people will be able to take advantage of that.
2: Yeah. 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 That's that's interesting because you wonder how. I mean, obviously, being tested positive and like losing your job and stuff like that. But but as a as a small business, I guess that. How do you prove that you've uh, been affected?
0: Uh, you file this with the exemption would be filed with your tax return. And obviously, they will see your your income dropping down if yeah. your income is going up, and you try to explain that that would affect it financially by this uh, virus. And uh, obviously, then it's not going to fly. Yeah. But uh, it has to be substantial drop in income for you to be able to take advantage okay. of it, unless you've been tested positive.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's wonderful clarification. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. All right. Well, let's let's keep moving forward here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's think. Take- yeah. Go oh, ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Kylie. Sorry. Go
1: ahead.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. I just want to dig into the uh, PPP programs, if unless you have something else going.
1: Yeah, that was actually going to be my question. Can you Okay. Kind of tell us the difference between the PPP and the EIDL, and then kind of dive in from there.
0: Definitely. Definitely. So the PPP pro- uh, program is basically a Paycheck Protection Program, which is part of this 2.2 uh, trillion dollar package where the government has put aside $349 billion to, for this PPP uh, program, Paycheck Protection Program, which basically means that the government will give business owners loan funding to pay their employees. And these loans could, could potentially be forgiven if it's used for the right purpose. And a right purpose is basically to pay your, keep your employees, pay them, their benefits health insurance retirement whatever you you were paying uh before all this happened pay your rent utilities and if you have a, a business property pay your mortgage mortgage interest on it so as long as you use the loan towards those ca- uh, expense categories the government will forgive most of most of it if not all of it mm-hmm. and so that's an awesome pro- uh, program for small businesses uh, with less than 500 employees. Basically, pretty big businesses can apply for this also. And as well as independent contractors and sole proprietors, which uh, would be able to apply this based on their net income. Most sole proprietors don't have payroll. It's only them. So you could use this, your net income, the bottom line, basically after all your expenses to qualify for this loan amount. And this okay. is a government governmental uh, a guaranteed loan so that you as an individual would not guarantee this loan personally uh, it's an awesome program and anything that does not get forgiven after the once this once you use the money let's say if you get the money and use it for some personal use you buy a car obviously that's not going to be forgiven uh and that's that's going to turn to a two-year loan with one percent interest rate which is still an awesome awesome deal i think
2: yeah, that's yeah. amazing.
0: One percent, you know, you don't you don't find <laughs> that anywhere. You don't find that anywhere. Yeah. And we need to keep in mind, uh, because it's such a popular program, uh, it's first come, first serve. It's $349 billion. It's a lot of money, but there are a lot of small businesses out there. You want to get out there and talk to your bank right away because you need to apply this through your bank. Uh, and uh, talk to the bank and get the application going ASAP to be able to take advantage of it. And uh, what else is it for this program? And uh, you need to use 75% of the loan at least to pay your employees. So if you have a very luxurious rent or office space where 50% goes to uh, your rent, that's not gonna work. You have to spend at least, if you get $10,000, at least $7,500 of that has to be to pay your employees and uh, for their benefits, keep that
2: in mind.
1: Okay, good info.
2: All right, our, uh, our eight-year-old was wanting to uh, join in on the
1: sorry. conversation. Yeah,
2: welcome. I apologize for the distraction there. All right, Not so all. anything else with the uh, the PPP that that we should be aware of? You said you know first come first serve. So what what's happening with the banks? Any suggestions there?
0: You got you got to talk to your bank because each bank has its own requirements and guidelines. I know for uh, for example, Wells Fargo stopped their application like a couple of hours after they opened it up they cap, they reached their cap for some reason the government put a cap on their on their uh on their funding but what i heard as late as yesterday that i think they opened up the applications again so you gotta you have to hurry up uh my bank it's a smaller bank they were very good for the first week because this program started april 3rd last friday so they were very good until yesterday where they stopped taking application tempor- uh temporarily for now because they're totally overworked. So uh, depending on your bank, you got to look at their uh, online process, whether it's online or in person. I don't know how, how the banks will be uh, taking the applications. And and the documentation the banks have been re- requesting have been very all over the place. Some banks are just asking for payroll reports. Other banks are actually asking for tax returns, financial statements, and more than just payroll reports. So. Each bank has its own requirements. So I think that's the best thing to talk to them directly to see what they need. So you can submit a complete application.
2: Okay. Great. All right. Um, So just another clarifier here, I think you kind of briefly mentioned this earlier, but one of the questions that Todd says, uh, one of the questions I've been asked is, what if you don't pay yourself? How does it work for, for them? So it depends what kind of
0: entity it is. So if it's a corporation and you don't pay yourself, Unfortunately, uh, the corporations are based on the payroll only. The, uh, there was a miscommunication, I would have to say, that in, even independent contractors' expenses would could be included in the loan calculation amount, but HPA quickly came out with a clarification that that's not the case. If you, as a corporation, pay another independent contractor, you could not include that portion as, uh, as part of the loan calculation unfortunately. And the reason is that the independent contractor can themselves go and apply for his loan based on their net profit. So Todd, if you're an independent contractor, sole proprietor, filing or a single member LLC filing a Schedule C with your individual tax return, it doesn't matter. You could not pay yourself a salary. So they're going based on your net profit, basically bottom line. But if you're a corporation, unfortunately, they're only going based off the payroll
2: amount. Okay. So um, like our, our situation, we're a uh, LLC uh, S Corp, right? Yeah.
1: Well, we, we were changing from we were changing the LLC
2: to the, the, the S Corp. So. We haven't
1: heard back from them
2: yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Sorry, know we'll know <laughs> yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, So what what are some things that are important to to consider as a small business if if you're looking at these pretty well let, if you're looking at the PPP program I know you've touched on a lot of things how we qualify and, and stuff like that but are there are there any kind of gotchas that we might be missing
0: you know as you mentioned, it's a perfect program for the right candidate you know, it, it doesn't work for everyone obviously. Uh, I have a couple of uh, few dentist clients for, in the CPA firm where they had to let everybody go. There's no work. Uh, obviously, they cannot have the practice open, and for them to get the loan to pay their employees to just sit around and do nothing kind of doesn't make sense. This is a great program for someone who has to have their open, doors open anyways, like I uh, I don't know fast food restaurant who has their doors open, uh, but they lost a lot of business. It's a perfect program because they keep paying their employees and uh, without having to up generate such a big loss during the year. So it it depends on who it is for. But the main thing is apply as soon as possible. I'm afraid these funds will run out pretty soon. It's a very good popular program. Everybody's on them, And talk to your bank right away because each bank has its own uh, requirements. Those are the things I I will have to recommend at this point. Okay. But uh, again, even if it most, even if it doesn't get uh, forgiven, in my opinion, it is a perfect, basically free money for two years, almost with one percent interest rate. So, if you can get it, get it, use it for the right purpose, and
2: try to go. build the business. Okay. All right. So uh, let's let's talk a little bit about the EIDL program, and, and let us yeah. know what, what you can share with us on that.
0: I'm a little bit disappointed in that program, honestly, <laughs> because <laughs> it, it was the uh, EIDL was out before the PPP and everybody was really excited, including my clients where they applied for it. It says on the website that you get your $10,000 within three days. And uh, if you get qualified for anything else, that would be treated as a loan. But even if you don't get qualified for anything above the $10,000, you get to keep the $10,000. And you were supposed to get that within three days. I have clients who filed, applied, applied for this online and got it approved online with a confirmation number and everything for close to two weeks ago. Nothing has happened yet. It's it's dead quiet. Mm-hmm. And the last thing, I was in this SBA site yesterday to check it out and it, they changed the $10,000 to up to $10,000 <laughs> and the, they removed the three days. It says you will get the funds within days of uh, successfully uh, submitted application. So the three days is gone and it's up to 10,000. And I don't know if it's right or true or wrong. I read an article on on Forbes about this program and it says that the up to 10,000 basically means that you will get $1,000 per employee that you have. So if you have two employees in the company, you will get $2,000. Don't quote me on this. It's just an article I read on Forbes. Uh, It's not directly on SBA site. I don't know for sure if it's right or wrong, but I would not be surprised, honestly, if that's the case because no one has got it yet. Okay. And wow. uh, so uh, the ten thousand dollar is sounds sounds like it's not straight ten thousand dollars. Could be as little as uh, one thousand for solo pro- sole proprietors or one one employee company. So yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, I'm not too excited over this EIDL anymore. Uh, and the way it was, even the, before all these changes, was that if you get the ten thousand dollar, that ha, that ten thousand dollar will not be forgiven uh, from your PPP loan. So just let's say, for example, if you got a twenty thousand dollar PPP loan and you got a ten thousand from EIDL, that ten thousand would not be would be reduced from your PPP loan's forgiveness. So basically, only ten thousand dollars from your PPP would be forgiven. Gotcha. Uh, so. In my opinion, if you qualify for PPP, which exceeds the EIDL amount, just go with PPP. And it looks like EIDL will be a very small amount now. So if you get anything from PPP, get that first. And then if you get something from EIDL also, that's just a bonus. That's how I would see it. see it.
1: Okay. Um, what do you think most people are going to miss and not take advantage of um, with all of this? You think there anything as a small business? Is it just go for the PPP if it's right?
0: You know, at this point you want to go for whatever is out there, uh,
1: okay.
0: PPP isn't my, I, it, this won't be same for everyone obviously, but the ones I have been working with, my type of clients or the clients I've been working with, the PPP has been working very nicely. I have a, a big law firm here with about 50 to 60 employees. They just got approved for five hundred and fifty thousand dollar PPP loan, which kind of be the huge help for them. Uh, obviously, that's way way more than the ten thousand dollar EIDL. It, so it depends on each situation. But uh, I, the biggest thing I'm worried about that this money is going to run out. That's that's my biggest concern. Uh, whether you get an EIDL or PPP, hopefully you get a amount that will help your business grow and sustain during this uncertain time. But But make sure you apply as soon as possible. These funds will run out unless the government comes out and increases their limits. There are some talks that they're gonna come up with another stimulus package uh, soon. Uh, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but uh, if if the economy and the situation continues the way it's been doing right now, I think they will need to come up with something else because this PPP loan is supposed to cover for two months of payroll technically and rent. And what about after that? If a restaurant has been shut down for all these times, or if your revenue has been reduced with 50% during all these times, it's going to take longer than two months to recover. So I think something else has to happen. And uh, it's up to us business owners to be on top of it, read up on it. And as soon as it's out there, go get it because it's it's, a, it's the wild, wild west right now. Uh, that's how I, that's the, how I will explain yeah. the current situation. Like so, it sounds like <laughs> as, as
2: soon as we get done here, everybody needs to uh, run over. And uh, in fact, if, if people are dropping off right now to go do that, go for it, okay? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, if you yeah. haven't applied yet, do it. Sole proprietors' applications open up yesterday, by the way. Corporations okay. and business entities started on the 3rd, April 3rd, but sole proprietor just started yesterday. So if you're a sole proprietor, you're not late, you're, nobody's late. Yet, but uh, go get it right away. Yeah, <laughs> don't,
2: don't wait though. Okay,
0: don't all wait. Right. Exactly. Good. Good. That's that's my biggest biggest thing that okay. I'm to have to say at this point. And then down the line, in a couple of months, all these extensions, how to pay your estimated taxes? If you're low in cash flow, should I pay my estimated taxes or just get hit with a small amount of penalty to make sure I have I maintain a, a ongoing cash flow? To, uh, to cover my business during the year. So those are the questions you have to ask yourself, talk to your accountant, bookkeeper, to see what I need to do to make sure I'm safe throughout the year and do not overpay my taxes right now to the IRS and then uh, won't have money myself to to c- carry my regular life and my business. So you want to be yeah. careful with the, your cash flow. Uh, if it was me, I would hold on to as much cash as possible, as long as possible until all these uncertainties are are cleared basically.
2: Okay, okay. all right. So, I mean, kind of looking forward from this, what do small businesses need to do that, to protect themselves? Maybe for the next time, you know, something happens, or you know, what 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 lessons should we be learning right now? I guess
0: <sighs> it's a good question. Now, we never know when this is going to hit next time, uh, and we know we never know when this is going to end, obviously, either. Yeah. And uh, when times are good including myself, we think we're unbeatable. You know, no, nothing bad is going to happen to us. It's always going to go up. It's been several years of beautiful years for a lot of businesses, a lot of money. People have made a lot of money. And I think we got to keep in mind, you know, keep us humble and think, you know, it's not always going to continue like this, like it just did. It just hit us overnight, everything changed. Uh, so I think the biggest lesson we got to learn from this is that just be careful. Uh, even during those great years, uh, keep reserves, be careful with how you spend, how you use your money in your business in your personal life doesn't matter. Uh, we have to be more careful about the future, I think because you never know what's gonna happen this sure. this came to us as a shock overnight I, uh, for me it was just overnight thing I, I just one day I woke up and realized, oh my god, this is this is really happening yeah mm-hmm. where the day before everything was great the business was booming been at, we' be had had many years of great uh, expansion and growth in the business so i hope to be able to continue it we we just have to work harder i think than we used to do and be smarter of how we do business during this uncertain time during downtime so and take advantage of new opportunities i think a lot of people have to change the way they do business compared to how we were doing it for a couple of weeks ago or even months ago so uh, not necessarily for the bad, you know, it's new things going to come. You uh, got to be creative and, and make it happen. That That's all yeah. it is. You know, we're all in it together. It's not only you or me, you know, everybody's in the same boat, so we can't complain. We just got to work harder, to get it done. That that yeah. That's that's what I think.
2: Yeah. Good. Yeah. So yeah, we're working together, being more fiscally responsible and, and, uh, um, Yeah, but Mm -hmm. creating, I love what you said about the creativity there too. You know, I mean, we've got to create ways to work together, you know, find new ways. We're seeing in our industry uh, all sorts of people, you know, doing things that they hadn't done before. You know, a lot of the T-shirt manufacturers have converted to mask manufacturing. And and I see all the folks with the uh, laser engravers and laser cutting machines that are in our industry making um, ear protection. So there's little clips that help hold the mask from, you know, hurting our ears and things like that so just pivoting um but uh mm-hmm. you know being being responsible about it and being being fiscally responsible i think is a, a good thing so Amelia you had uh, mentioned before we got on the air here uh that you had a calculator or something that you might yes use yes good thing you mentioned that you can that. see that uh place to post it if not we'll get it posted in the comments afterwards but uh Let- to tell us a little oh. bit about that, too, if you don't mind.
0: How can I post that first of all? Let's see.
2: Yeah. Uh, hopefully. Can I, a, I can so, put it on the private chat. Okay, yeah, do it there, and I'll I'll get it in there.
0: Okay, so this is a, this is a calculator I came across, the Washington Post. It's actually a great, simple calculator where you can just input your, uh, your status, your estimated income, and it will spit out your uh, stimulus payment amount, so you will know approximately how much the – the, uh, IRS will send you or, uh, deposit into your account.
2: Okay. Cool. It, it's a cool. very
0: use, useful tool for you to play great. around with and get excited over.
2: Cool. Well, thank you so much for, uh, for sharing yeah. that. Yeah. I hadn't seen that before. So that's, that's great. Good. All right. Well, Emil, tell us, uh, a little bit about, about your business. You know, you've been a huge, I just want to make sure that all of our listeners know you've been a huge help to us. We're excited mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, our relationship and being clients and whatnot, but to tell people where they can find out more about you. I, you know, I know you guys are trying to keep up with all of this stuff. Tell us the latest about Anchor Bookkeeping. I, I love your uh, sweatshirt there. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Decorated <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so uh, the Anchor Bookkeeping business is we're supporting small businesses. We want small businesses to focus on what they do best and just leave all anything else that they don't want to do for people who want to do it who, and who can do it and it's in my opinion it, does, it doesn't make sense for a small business owner to do things that they don't know how to do or they should not do i would have to say yeah. uh and just focus on in, for example in my business i there's no way i can do my marketing it, my mind is not working in a crazy way uh i've tried i'm not gonna lie i've tried to do some marketing it, it just doesn't work it just it doesn't click so i leave, leave that to the marketing team I do my stuff. I do my accounting. I do my tax tax work, tax planning, uh, consulting, help businesses get the funding, for example. In this case, I'm not a lender, by the way. I'm not giving money myself, but, but uh, <laughs> just for, for your information. But uh, but uh, that's what I like, that the consulting part, the help that I can give clients and just leave the things that you're not good at to other people. That's what we want to provide with Anchor Bookkeeping for even the smallest businesses. We've been able to do that through our CPA firm, Abedian and Totlian Accountancy Corporation uh, for years now. My business partner has been in business for 40 years, uh, Victor Totlian, and myself have been doing it for about 15 years. So we found a way to do it for mid-sized businesses, but with Anchor Bookkeeping, we want to kind of push that to the mini, small, sole providers also, uh, with an affordable, affordable bookkeeping rate to be able to provide that service, same level level of service on a sm- smaller scale to the smaller businesses. That's what Anchor Bookkeeping it basically is. And uh, you can just look up as yeah, that's running. The it's, website is running right, right there. there. So there
2: you go. Anchor, Anchor anchorbookkeeping.com.
0: Uh, it's a, it's it's an online bookkeeping service. It's not a software. So you're not subscribing to a software like QuickBooks Online. You, it's a we built a platform where we streamline the bookkeeping process with the bookkeeper in the back end so you always have a bookkeeper you talk to you work with who does the work for you uh, you're not doing any of the work you're only viewing your statements for your decision making purpose no. uh, and uh, that's what anchor
2: bookkeeping is cool nice. uh, that's really great yeah I mean, mm-hmm. like you said I, you know with the accounting i've <laughs> I've tried to do it for for years mm-hmm. and and yes, I can do it. I don't have a passion for it. And, uh, you know, so like I said, you got to look at what what your your time's worth. And to me, it was like and Kyleen had to kick me in the butt and go, hey, what's mm-hmm. your time worth to you? And I said, yeah, you're right. You know, I've always been the type that wants to do it myself. But it just doesn't make any sense. You know, we've got too many other things that we need to be working on right now. So um, it, it's certainly a service worth we're checking out for folks over there. Cause I, I see that all the time in the, in the groups that we're talking about people like, Oh, what do you do for counting? And you, know, you get a lot of the QuickBooks and things like that. And, and I get it, you know, I've, I've been there, but uh, it just seems like, you know, we're in business to uh, decorate shirts you know, or things like that. But uh, you know, you're in business to be a bookkeeper and accountant. Yeah. So let's work together. So, um, and I think during these
0: downtimes, where it's, it's actually more important for us to be as I mentioned, more creative, but also be more specializing in what we do to be more targeted and more focused on what we do. Some people we might think, okay, during this economy and to cut all expenses that are out there. Yes, you need to cut your expenses. I totally agree. Uh, you need to buy a cheaper car, for example. But when it comes to your business, I think we need to invest. It's time to invest in your business, uh, whether it's with time or money, if you have the option to do with money, but if not with your time, you have to invest in your business to grow it and put much more energy now than you you did in the past to make it happen to to take it to the next level. Yeah. So I think it's important during even down times to look
2: into what you should do and what you shouldn't do in your business. Yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's that's great. a great tip. Yeah. That uh, agree wholeheartedly and invest in your business. And like you said, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, we we don't all have a lot of extra money right now, so. What do we have though? You know, people are not working, you know, so you're not at your day job, uh, things like that. This is the, this is time I'm seeing a lot of that in in our group of of folks here that they're really, you know, getting invested in their business and it's great to see. um, So, to take advantage of that. So, Um, all right, let's uh, real quick answer a question here. Todd asked, does accounting software matter if you're using anchor booking or do we need a specific one for anchor? What's your, you don't really need anything, right?
0: (laughs) You don't need anything. We take care of all of that for you. So we use our own software uh, and provide you with your financial statement, basically. So you don't need to get any software. You don't need to get QuickBooks. Uh, If you're doing your own billing uh, in-house, your fresh books could be perfect just for billing purpose, but that's only for billing purpose, not for accounting and financial statement purpose. That comes fully from our, our side. And you're not doing any of the accounting. You got to keep in mind that when you do QuickBooks Online, you have to do work. But with Anchor, we do the work. Uh, that's why obviously Anchor is a little bit more expensive than QuickBooks Online. Uh, but it's you get a bookkeeper with the service. It's not yeah. the software only.
2: Yeah, and and Todd, what what uh, what we have done because you know this is your your business bookkeeping, um, and for a lot of us small businesses, <laughs> I, I made the mistake for years of it was all kind of together, our personal and business all in one thing there. So um we've switched over to Mint uh for our personal finances, mm-hmm. which is free. So um it, it works works fine. And then we have the business stuff that we we get in from Anchor. So um yeah, it Kristen says my dad uses QuickBooks for his business, but partners with an accountant also to do all the filing. So um yeah, your your partnership with with the uh, accountant is is definitely very important. I certainly think that if you're doing all that accounting work, <clears throat> you probably uh, should have probably had a, a bookkeeper up front too, though. So, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Okay. Uh, any other questions from from you guys out there before we let Emil go? Emil, was there anything that we missed here uh, while we were chatting here today over the? There's-
0: Obviously, we can talk about this for days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, there are some other things out there. you know. For uh, for example, for employees, employers with less than 500 employees, if your employees get sick with the coronavirus, if they're quarant- quarantined, if they have to stay home to take care of a kid that is home from school or another dependent that's sick with the coronavirus, keep in mind that there are some requirements for employers to pay their employees sick leave and paid family leave. Uh, up to I think 10 or 12 weeks. So it's a pretty long period that you as an employer, a small business owner basically have to cover your employees' uh, payroll, p- part of your payroll, part of the payroll during 10 or 12 weeks. Uh, when you do that, you have the right to apply for a credit from the IRS, payroll tax credit, up to $5,000 per employee. But Don't forget, you cannot get that credit if you're you're getting loan from a PPP program. So you want to be careful. uh, And most of the time, the PPP program would work better. I did this calculation for all of my clients and not a single one made more sense to do the uh, payroll tax credit from the IRS. But if you cannot get the PPP loan, uh, then you might want to consider the payroll tax credit you can get from IRS up to $5,000 per employee. uh, If you have to pay them sick leave or paid family leave because of the situation okay. so keep that in mind it's more in detail this was just in very briefly but yeah. just for you to know that there's something like that out there
2: uh, and uh, you can look into that okay. okay wonderful all right well um i think uh, let's let's get everybody off to uh, uh applying for the ppp uh program and uh Thank you so much. We really appreciate yeah. your time. and, and My pleasure, guys. Personally, we thank you for everything you've done for us and helped us. We uh, we really appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Take
0: care. Have a good day.
2: You too. Right. Bye-bye. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks very much to Emil for, for his time and all of that great information. In fact, uh, Frederick uh, had to uh, thank you for the information. So definitely really good stuff there. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in again, mm-hmm. get over and uh, get, get in touch with your bank. Um, and, you know, if, if your bank, you might, you might, <clears throat> this might be a time to, you know, see one of the local smaller banks around you, see if they're taking new uh, customers. Uh, if you're, because I have heard the same thing that some of the bigger banks are having a hard time with this and, and uh, getting shut off. So again, uh, just, just what I've heard. So wonderful stuff. Um, a couple of things to uh, to share that, that we've got going on here at, at our success group. Kyleen, uh, what's happening at weheart.biz?
1: Ain't
2: anything new and exciting? Wow, i gotta got a tickle in my throat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've got my tea here, so go ahead.
1: <laughs> um, well, we have our graduation promotion still going, which is really exciting. Um, so we are offering a free virtual, um, to host a free virtual celebration for our graduates who are, our extra special memory right now if they can't have their full normal graduation ceremony families are still able to honor their graduate um so we have that going on and um really cool um we're going to add another product here
2: for their graduation
1: collection so we have that going on
2: yeah yeah Kylie's uh you know kind of getting getting uh after it with this, with this stuff here in Missouri, mm-hmm. they, uh, just announced that the school has been, uh, you know, the kids will not be going back to school this yeah. year. So there was a, a lot of, uh, I don't know what the exact right word is. A lot of, uh, doom and gloom. It felt like from, yeah. from folks around here about graduation and stuff like that. And, um, is get it, you know, certainly yeah. get it, but this is, this is a, a trying time. So we definitely want to honor those graduates, but, you know just because they might not get the exact same ceremony doesn't mean that we can't celebrate so yeah. um you know kyleen has got that going on over at weheart.biz if you guys have you know so Kylieen's able to do uh large blankets and and uh, sublimation and and lots of cool stuff there so if if you guys want to do anything with Kylene, partner with her, do yep. anything together. She is all ears, correct? Yep.
1: Yep. Please let me not, know. I'll reach not, out. Not <laughs> in a bad
2: way. Her ears are fine, so. but <laughs> uh, right, right, yeah. she, she's uh, wonderful to work with. I'm, I'm obviously biased, but uh, if you guys <laughs> have anything that you'd like to work with Kylene on, it's just hello at weheart.biz. Yep. And um, yeah, I would love it. It'd
1: be great.
2: Yeah, uh, they they are doing distance learning in place of being in the building. Yeah, uh, so. Yeah, it's all all google classroom here for us we've got an eight-year-old and he's doing all google classroom stuff and, and it looks like our school district is uh hooked into to google classroom and um doing virtual learning so yeah there's still that going on um so yeah it's not that they have just canceled the school year sorry about <laughs> that i didn't mean to imply that uh so yes they are still going to be learning in fact i'm actually excited to watch our son grow with some of this stuff you know he's he's having to work like a lot of people are having to work right now. So, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to be more prepared for something like this and they're going to be more prepared for our future society, you yeah. know, where there will be a lot more distance working or working from home kind of thing. And um, yeah. a lot of that stuff. So, you know, there are benefits to, to this, you know, mm-hmm. you have to find that silver lining and, and and that's what we're really trying to do is, is work on finding that silver lining. So again, like I, <laughs> Uh, common core math is not going to be a thing anymore. Totally agree <laughs> with that. That that was our joke. Yeah. I said that we actually graduated our son already because we cut out the common core math. And uh, so that took 2.5 months off of his school year. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. Common. I, I've seen some funny posts. Somebody posted like uh, some a kid doing a common core math problem and taking up like three quarters of the page. And then at the bottom, the uh, homeschool uh, teacher method. method. <laughs> that was like two lines and the same result. So anyhow, uh, common core math is definitely going to take a bit of a pounding here on, on this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So that's what you've got going on yep. over at WeHeart over there. So again, if you guys want to reach out to Kylie, it's hello at WeHeart.biz. Uh, biz. And um, if you want to just reach out directly to, to me, us, uh, I, I'm happy to get you guys all connected with, with this nice lady here. So,
1: Thank you. (laughs) You're
2: welcome. Um, Speaking of our success group, April 15th, we have uh, our next training class coming up for our members, and that's called Shipping Made Easy, or as Todd likes to call it, Ship Happens. And uh, so we've kind of pivoted. Uh, This was supposed to be the uh, vendor fair training, but because of all this going on, there's no vendor fairs happening right now. Uh, So, and what we are getting a lot of questions about is, is what's, you know, I've got to now start shipping my products. I, I can't have that face-to-face. So how do we, how do we get a handle on that? So if you go right up here to oursuccessgroup.com, you can check that out. Um, if you want to go directly there, it's oursuccessgroup.com yeah, slash training. Uh, if you want to see more specific details on that. Um, so that's happening next Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Time. So hoping to have have you guys jump in. If you want to become members, we're we're always looking for new members of of the Our Success Group. So, uh, And then the next thing after that is uh, we're going to start into our next five keys series. And that's happening over at oursuccessgroup.com slash five keys. and You can get more information about that. And we'll be talking about planning for success. We're going to talk about the business plan process. We're going to give templates. We're going to work through The specifics of of getting this stuff down on paper so that we're ready. We have our guardrails. We have our track to, you know, because right now we're on that roller coaster ride where we're at the top of the loop and we're upside down. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, those of us that have a business plan that know where the end of that loop is at. Are, are more easily able to navigate, you know, we're, we're not falling out. <laughs> we're mm-hmm. up here We're we're there and we're going to keep going forward and maybe we'll turn around like this or, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're going to start talking about that in uh, our success group, five keys. And then tomorrow we've got Q and a with T and a, and that is going to be over at uh, liveosg.com. We've got a, a new website there to uh, overcome our YouTube problem. Uh, so, but we need more subscribers. So, go to uh, liveosg.com and uh, I'm typing that in as I speak. So that's always fun. Liveosg.com. Go check that out, and it should be up there. There we go, uh, and you can subscribe there.
1: You have it. Huh? Osg at the end.
2: Oh, <laughs>
1: sorry, <laughs> wrong one. <laughs>
2: Live. So, so where's that at, Kylene?
1: LiveOSG.com. com. Let's try
2: that one instead. Holy oh cow! All right, Way not that's better. Where's the com one? There we go. Okay, <laughs> thank you, Todd. LiveOSG.com. Appreciate that. So go check that out. That uh, tomorrow at four uh, o'clock Central Time, we will be uh, hosting. I think this is going to be the fifteenth episode of uh, Q and A with Tna. And so we we need more questions. So keep those questions coming. I. I tend to burn through all the questions uh, each session. So I appreciate you guys keeping those questions coming. Uh, you can do that over at our slash QA. Just put those questions in. Yeah. Cause we're, we're not, we typically try not to take live comments. We want to just kind of keep this going. So bring your questions in uh, through our slash QA. And uh, I think that's about it. Anything else that we missed there, Kylene?
1: No, I think you got it all.
2: All right. So yeah. Thanks very much to uh, Emil. Make sure that you go check out Anchor Bookkeeping. I'll scroll that at the bottom here. I really appreciate his yeah. time today, uh, getting up uh, on a Saturday morning at uh, eight a.m. his time over there, and, and uh, sharing all of that wonderful information. Much appreciated.
1: Yep. All right. That's awesome.
2: Good job by you at right. five. Sorry I didn't let you talk much this time. Oh,
1: uh, we're all good. All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Have a great day, and uh, look forward to. Uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. We're getting we're getting there. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> all right, you guys. Thanks again. Appreciate yeah, thank all your you. time today, and we will see you guys next Saturday. Still working on uh, what that's going to be, uh, but we will we'll have some some great stuff for you next Saturday here at Small Business Saturdays.
1: Bye. Bye.